1: And coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune in and turn us on. Wow. Um, I want to say a couple things um, about the, the energy, uh, J- Jennifer Marcinelli and I were having a chat and we were talking about energy and I said to Linda, I says, look, w- let's really look at what we can do, not just to raise vibration, be inspiring, stay positive, uh, in, in, in the famous line from, uh, Uh, silver lining notebook, I guess it was called, Excelsior. All right. What can we do to be a more service? And that's really part of a big question for us here at the network. And the reason I wanted to you know, really drive this home is because I know people out there, David Essel joining me here today is one of them. Can't wait to have this chat. But there have been points in time over my career of doing this where I watched military people, people that are in the front line. I did a special series show in New York City after 9-11. We went into a very special treatment center, you know, visited Ground Zero, the whole thing. I mean, there's been so much of that. The question mark for me and in talking to Linda is we have to bring some people on that are so well known in their field and ask them to bring a conversation to the table about what innovation, what are you creating to help people today? Not 22 months ago, 24 months ago, but today. David, David Essel is that person. Here's what I can count on every time I bring David on. Here's what I can count on. I can count on David being on the pulse of what people are sensing or feeling, and then being like light years ahead. To provide them with a solution. I can always count on it, but I can also count on every show he and I do together. We rarely know exactly what we're going to say. David Essel, this is the person, master life coach, uh, featured in psychology today and marriage. He's a counselor. He has gone through the ups, the downs, the insides and outs of his profession and has come to the forefront as somebody that is beyond motivational and inspirational. Because i got to tell everybody right now, for me, this is a really interesting time for me. And I look at David, and I say to myself, I have worked with some of the most incredible people. And they have helped me to become a better person. And I am a work in progress. David, it's great to have you here.
0: Oh, she's <laughs> Dr. Pat, you know, you're moving me, I mean, holy cow, that is beautiful, thank you, it's, um, <laughs> I feel very humbled um right now, you know, I wasn't expecting that type of introduction, Dr. Pat, we've known each other a long time, and, you know, we both have overcome massive yeah. challenges, uh, your, your upbringing is a, a massive over, you know, challenge that you've come through, and you've broken through to the other side, and You've been such a motivating and an inspirational resource for people. You mentioned about you going to 9-11 and everything else. And, you know, I I feel that we are kindred spirits that we've been together for a very long time. Um, Our mindsets are so similar. And when when you're talking about people making a difference, I think we're in alignment with each other. You know, you're doing it on your end. I'm doing it on my end. And, you know, we happen to meet to share these incredible stories. The, the one thing I, I, I so appreciate you saying is that, you know, we are really filled with action. You know, there's a lot of people that have great ideas, Pat, and I encourage everyone with great ideas. And, you know, when I have the time, I'm going to do this for this group. And when I retire, I'm going to do this for that group. And when I, and when But you and I are quite the opposite. Um, and and I, I hope I'm not over speaking for you, but I both believe that when we intuitively feel a pathway is the right one uh-huh. to go, we do not wait until we're ready we don't wait to be ready pat you and i act and we are already ready at a deeper level than we may consciously ever know but we, you know you and i don't sit around talking about great ideas we we bring them up and then we act upon them which is i think one of the reasons why we love each other so much and and, and we we you know rarely i mean th- this is what i love too i do not ever like pre-interviews. I refuse to do pre-interviews. If someone sends me, says, hey, I just need you for 10 minutes to do a pre-interview, I say, I can't. If they send me 20 questions and say, here's the questions I'm going to ask you, write your answers so I know what you're going to say, I will not. And Dr. Pat and I, for years, have had dynamic shows on her show because we trust our intuition. We do what we say we're going to do. We're filled with integrity. We're not perfect. But we do say what we're going to do. And here we are together, teaming up again to do exactly that.
1: You know, what I love about this is that, in, and I've talked about this recently for myself and David, thank you so much. Um, you know, one of the things I love when people meet me in person, and I got a just fantastic email from Susie yesterday who was listening to the show I did. I had a guest not able to show up, power outage um, talking about autism, talking about the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I did the show from his book and I talked about this. Um, it is something very near and dear to me based on who I am personally. Um, there are those of us that have quirkiness. We have quirkinesses, is that a quirkinesses, nesses, I don't know. I don't even know if that's, sounds like Loch Ness Monster right there. <laughs> but here's the thing I know, I get asked this question all the time. I get asked, and David, let's start here because we're gonna talk about what does it mean to help people heal, veterans heal, first responders heal. And 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 here's the thing I'm noticing about myself. And, and I wonder if you're the same. When people see me on air, I, I have, I get behind a mic and some essence takes over. And they often say to me, Like, dude, I met you in person. I mean, you really are kind of like that, but you're just like really quite serious. And you're kind of like, you don't talk. And I said, just let me give you a clue. I'm really an introvert. But there's an interesting part of this today that I want to talk with you about, because you're not here just to, you know, for you and I to have a conversation. When, When people get on a mission, when people are passionate about what they do, they get to experience many different sides of themselves. And I think you and I over time, you know, we've had to look at who we really are and who we want to become. And what does it mean, you know, to be that person? And, you know, I'll tell you, Benny will know this. You know, if you ever work with me, I can be seriously intense. I can be very direct, right? I can be very clear, and then also at the same time, very unclear. Uh, But in the end, I can't get away from being of service. Tell me about that part of you, where you just are relentless about being of service, and what tapped your heart to want to really take on healing?
0: Pat, what a beautiful question. Wow. You know, I I will tell you, and I may have a hard time getting through this today, but um, you know, my mom passed eight months ago, and she was uh, she was my world uh, without a doubt, especially the last forty years. Um, you know, I was a very difficult child for her, uh, but after I came to some sense of maturity, uh, the last forty plus years were just amazing. More than that, probably fifty plus years were just amazing. Uh, she died at at ninety two, and um, and she. Is the one that taught me service. She's the one that taught me compassion that I'm still working on. She's the one that has taught me patience that I have never worked on, Pat. <laughs> and uh, but you know, she's really the driving force with my desire to serve because of her desire to serve. And and I saw it. I was very blessed. You know, Pat. One of the things that I always have to say this not everyone is raised in an environment that is healthy, and you know that. Not everyone is raised in an environment that is safe. Not everyone is raised in an environment that is nurturing. Um, I was raised in a, a pretty darn safe environment with my mom, and in that safety, it doesn't mean that there weren't difficult times. As I just said, the first 20 years of my life with my mom were not easy for me at all. Uh, But there was an understanding that she was here to teach me something much greater than anyone else I've ever met, and it is to be of service. Now, I can't get away from this, Pat. This isn't something I can shut down, and nor do I want to. And you know when we look at veterans and first responders, and I'll tell you a story about truckers that that we just created um, as well. Coming out of COVID, one of the biggest challenges that I had was where is my next move in my professional career of service? How is it that I can reach more people? How is it that I can touch more bodies? How is it that and then Pat that went to and who needs service the most? What 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 sub areas of our existence needs that support? You know so. I was driven on a Friday night sitting in the back with my partner, like going, I need to be of greater service to specific groups and immediately, you know, the concept of the veterans came to my mind, uh, and as, as her and I talked, because I have been serving veterans and active military for 42 years but Pat here's the thing. When we think about the number of veterans and active military that can truly afford counseling prices which are quite high, depending on the income bracket you're in, they can't, you know, it's just impossible. So immediately the thought went to, oh, my gosh, here are people that have told me they feel forgotten by their own country, who have told me that they were promised things by our country that are not being delivered. Now, I'm not coming down in the United States of America, I'm coming down and sharing with you what my clients who are veterans and active military have told me, I'm not active military, I'm not a veteran. I happen to have a massive heart for people who are suffering and who people who are marginalized, you know, and, and we hear it all the time that if I say I'm struggling with depression, while I'm active military, the chances of advancement are, are slimmer, you know, and so they hide their emotions, and they don't openly talk. And when I hear these stories for 42 years, over and over again, it finally reached a crescendo. And we said, wait a minute, let's take these active military let's take these veterans like us take these families bring them into a program that's so freaking inexpensive where we can give them our books at no cost we can give them online video teaching courses at no cost we can give them a mastermind call every week where they can anonymously and this is crucial anonymously confidentially ask questions and never be exposed to whether it's other veterans or other active military or commanding officers or whatever. So, you know, when, when this came up and I, I can't stop thinking about it, talking about it, Pat, you know, when this came up and then we started getting feedback, you know, there's an organization, Tears of the 22. Yeah. I didn't know this until I got engaged in, in this in our program that we created, Pat, 22 veterans commit suicide every day in the United States of America. That's 8,000 veterans a year. Yeah. When when you hear the real numbers, you know, and let me tell you a story that happened. I have an active military client. Of course, I cannot share any information mm-hmm. who was based in another country. his, And now he's back in the United States at a base until he's going to be sent out again. But when he was in the other country, and this is three months ago, one of his brothers came up to him and was struggling emotionally. And was saying, you know, I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can stay through this tour. I'm really having a hard time. I need someone to talk to, but I can't go to my co because I'm afraid they'll write it up. So my client said, you stay there. He went to his co and said, listen, so-and-so is struggling. He just needs someone to talk to. Could we get him someone without putting it in his records? And the co, according to the story, immediately put in this kid's records. That he was struggling with depression, yeah. which is limiting his opportunity for advancement. Okay, when we hear this stuff, it it it, it literally makes me shake. It's systemic, David. It, it is. It's totally. systemic.
1: Oh, oh yeah, can, it's totally. Can, it
0: is. And and when we hear this, and and I say BS to this, you know, I can I may not be able to with our group serve a hundred million veterans in the United States or a hundred million active military, but we can start giving people a chance to vent, to express and give them tools because, you know, Pat, you know, I was, I had a a suicidal attempt in 1990. I was outrageously depressed for 30 years. I was an alcoholic and addict, you know, all those. And it was depression. I do know. I do know what you're talking about. And, you know, Pat, and, and it was all that stuff that as a man who was successful in society should not be feeling depressed, anxious, addicted. So we hide it we submerge it. And so then as I come out of that area of my life, it's all about service. And now we start looking for who are the subsections Mm -hmm. of society that need service that aren't getting in. And that's how we started HelpVeteransHeal.org.
1: You know, two things, David. One, what you described since the onset of this show, When, Benny, for those people in the greater Seattle area, hear the name Congressman Jim McDermott, no, he's no longer the congressman here. But when you hear his name, did a great show with him and the head of the VA at one point. And back in the day, so you and I need to get our heads together. We need to get our hearts together. I don't know what it's been. I'm going to just get just a little choked up here. You know, I change quite often. I don't change who I am. I don't change my general heart-centered place. But I change a bit. And I've changed the mission of the network. I've changed our software development to do something really incredible. Um, I get to work with people like you. And then I hear what you're doing. But when we're talking about frontline people, first responders, when we're talking about our veterans, so I'm a little bit older than you maybe, and I never got over The results of Vietnam. I
0: knew you were going to say that. I never
1: got over it. Now, I wasn't really an older, older person. But I got to tell you, I got hit. My involvement with Vietnam, I got hit in high school with my first incident with one of our classmates being drafted. And he was dead in three months. And I was a young kid. And I never knew what was inside of me. I didn't, you know, I knew there was stuff inside of us. And I think, David, when you describe what you just described, and I watched those folks come home, the ones that did come home. And I'm not saying that the war in Afghan or Iran, uh, and I could get into a whole nother conversation on Afghanistan, but I won't but let's just say war. Let's just say, I grew up in New York. I know what it's like to walk down an alley in New York and have somebody walk up behind you and hold a knife to your neck. I know what that's like. That stays with you. What is it like for military who feel like that is every minute of every day of their lives? Now, let's talk about first responders because I've been contemplating how to help. I have a doctor that's one of the hosts of the show. We have to follow Einstein. You cannot solve the problem at the freaking level it was created. Amen. (laughs) We can't go traditional to help people. You know, and I know, the minute in the military, or by the way, in the medical, let's just like, I don't want to put them together, David, but come on, you got to help me here. Don't want to put them together. The minute you show a sign of something, like, I'm a little down today. All the bells and whistles, kind of like Benny, like, when there's silence on air, Benny's got this light that flashes like a crazy thing in there, right?
0: Yeah.
1: The lights are flashing and nobody's looking. We got lights going off. We got first responders. We got doctors. We got nurses that are moving out of their field. Yeah. You know, we've got people that are securing the sanity and the cleanliness of hospitals that are not, that, that are panicked that. We can't solve this at the same problem. We can't solve it at the institutionalized level of psychology and psychiatry that we're at. We have got to try to find something different. Let me let me ask you about this. You know what's different? You know what's innovative and different? What's that? Carl Jung telling Bill Wilson, you can't solve alcoholism at the level you're solving it dude i can't help rollin h he's got to have a spiritual experience here's what a spiritual experience is and bill wilson says okay see so how do we do this how are you doing it how do we get more people involved
0: well it's it's great questions pat and here's something that that i think is really crucial I believe, and people may disagree with me. I believe because I am non-military, non-vet, non-first responder that I can help more people because I don't know limitation in their healing. Now, you go to a first responder talking to first responders, and All they right. may say, "Well, we understand, you know, that this is part of being a doctor, a nurse, a caregiver, a healthcare aide, and so they have a limitation that." that I or you may not have. I have no limitations on how to help these people heal. We have thousands of tools. The most important thing is number 1, I want to give them hope that there's a program out there that might be able to help them. That's my very first goal is to give them hope. Number 2, I will guarantee you Pat, we're going to come to the table with different tools than people in their own profession would use. Same thing with vets military first responders truckers i'm starting a new program for truckers for gosh take pat we're we're way ahead of the freaking game baby we are doing this because we're a we... trucker family
1: you know that right no i didn't know that i didn't know my dad was like trucker dude owned his own trucker company at age 4 i was sitting behind an 18 <laughs> ruler with my dad
0: that is awesome i learned what how we... to
1: change spark plugs at 9 um but but Tell me what you're seeing in the trucking industry, because I you just like I just got my attention right there because you're right about this. This I just oh, it's massive.
0: It's massive. Um, The health issues are uh, physical health, overweight, off the charts. You know, it's it's massive. How many truckers struggle with weight, high blood pressure, uh, massive cholesterol, massive. It's a sedentary position for most of them most of their time. Um, Finding time to exercise is very difficult. They have family issues of being separated. When you're separated from your family for one, two, three weeks and there's issues when you leave home, it's gonna be very difficult for those issues to be solved. Possibly you can over the phone and text and all that kind of stuff, but it's still hard, you know? And then you have the brutality pat of the trucking industry. And I I'm gonna I know I'm gonna ruffle feathers here, but listen. In New York Times last year had the most profound series of articles of how trucking companies in, in California are ripping the hell out out of all these drivers. They sign them into these contracts where the drivers paying for the truck and the drivers paying for this, and at some point they're going to pay it off. Hardly any of them are ever pull it off, pay it off, and then the trucking company. If you get close to paying it off. Will strip the truck from you and find some reason to fire you. So you go away with all this investment in the truck, but you never get the truck. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. the hours they work they work, um, yeah. the amount of insomnia, sleep issues, anxiety, depression, addiction, Pat. It's oh. crazy. It's crazy. So I get all these statistics. This is after we started help veterans heal, after we started helping first responders heal. Here comes a program from out of yeah. the blue. And, and I'll tell you how it happened, Pat. I was on the Truckers Network radio show. I was on one time. At the end of it, the owner of the network calls my publicist, TJ, the next day and says, hey, is there any way I can get a hold of David? We started talking and he said, we need mental health help. Our yeah. industry is so in trouble. So our first yeah. responders, so our active military, so our veterans, and we can see a trend here. And, and listen to this, Pat, and I'm going to mm-hmm. jump from truckers to uh, the vets. It's all you. Wounded, Go right ahead. Wounded Warriors, one of the most profound organizations for veterans, one of the most solid, one of the ones that doesn't put 90% of the money into advertising and staffing and all that kind of stuff, right? Michael Winnington, the president, about three or four weeks ago, came out in an article and said, the number one need for veterans today is mental health care. The only thing we can't give them is mental health care. We're all about physical health care. And and he was making that as a blanket statement, meaning we as America are falling short in giving our veterans and active military the correct mental care needed. You know, and, and this is after we we created helpveteransheal.org. Wow. So what's happened, Pat, is that we 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 start working with the veterans and we are blown away with these numbers. I mean. I'm shocked of how little I knew that these people suffered, how these people feel. Every one of them we talked about, Pat, have said, we believe our country has forgotten us. Like, can you imagine going into the thick of war, giving your two years or 30 years or whatever it is, and coming home and expecting or at least a thank you? Or, you know, we, we have a mom that called me the other day. Her son has been in the military eight years. They told him that when he left at eight years, I have no idea what kind of a program he was in. They would help him find a job. He's struggling with addiction, anxiety, depression, because no one has helped him find career. And she said, David, he was promised that he would not be forgotten, that when he'd come home, they would put him through training. They they would help him find a job. Now, in this one case, and I can't say it's all people coming out of the military, Pat, but in this one case, it was so profound. The mom was on her knees begging for help. Because her son was now in that vortex of addiction and depression. And once again, it comes back to, are we really going to let this happen? Mm -hmm. Are we really going to continue to look at 22 suicides by our veterans a day as acceptable? Are we going to look at these people coming out of the military without any plans and goals and being left by the side of the road to find their own way? Are we going to allow the first responders putting in 12 hours a day, six, seven days a week, exposing themselves mentally, emotionally, physically to who knows the stress of all their clients, the potential contraction of COVID or some other condition, right? Like, I believe that it's people outside of the industry, you and I, that don't have limiting mindsets of how we can help them, that can help them the most, Pat. Maybe I'm naive, but I really believe this is true.
1: Well, I no, I don't think you're naive. I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to really pick up on this. Because no, first of all, I don't think you're naive. And secondarily, we are way more objective in looking at it and more personalized because we see a person. We don't see an ex-military. We don't see a nurse, right? Because we don't have a framework. We see a person in pain.
0: That's right.
1: Person in pain. But, you know, see, this is the thing I love about talking with you, and I love the action you're taking. Um, You're preaching to the choir about the trucking industry.
0: I love that, Pat.
1: You're just, my dad was never home. I don't even know how people, I, I just, I mean, I learned so much about the trucking industry, and it's changed. When we come back, what does this level of assistance look like? You know, it's really interesting, David, um, and I just want to leave with this and talk about it when we come back. I've done a number of interviews with you. I've known you close to my 18, 20 years doing this. Both of us have changed in a way. Once upon a time, we would be, there's a reason I got the nickname Pollyanna Patty, (laughs) back in the day now my nickname is power up patty but the point is something shifts in an individual when they take inspiration plus perspiration something changes and inspiration plus perspiration is genius action those two things When we come back, we're going to talk about the what now. What is David Essel doing? What are these organizations about? How can we help spread the word? Because the old model of an hour on the couch, therapy, sometimes people need five minutes of your time in a moment of crisis, maybe 10. Maybe not a Zoom call. Maybe a text message. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Let's take a short break. Benny, Jamie, we'll be right back.
0: Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the Ecosystem Approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
2: Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Parenting isn't about perfection. I think we all know that. Parenting is about being present and honest, having compassion for your child and for yourself, communicating consciously and loving unconditionally. Tune in to The Awakened Parent Project with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be an empowered parent through the techniques of the conscious parenting community. To learn more about Susan, visit SusanDolce.com.
0: It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com.
1: I want to just say this. Thank you all for tuning in to the Dr. Patrick. It's so great to have all of you tuning in, turning us on. You know, whenever I start to waver a little bit and start to second guess myself, but also whenever I start to compromise on my own standards, and what I mean by that is, you know, myself and clearly Jessica and Linda, you know, we've spent a good part of, I don't know, 10, 12 years you know, finding out what people wanted and then raising the bar on how to deliver it. And whenever I get into a position where I'm willing to compromise standards, it really comes back. And that's in my personal life, too. And sometimes you've got to have tough conversations with people in order to invite them to rise up. And David, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is a tough conversation. And I have to tell you, I've really thought about my mentors. I've thought about people that have literally helped me save my life. And I got to tell you, I've never gained any iota, a forward movement from anyone that wasn't direct, that wasn't willing to tell me how I can improve, that wasn't willing to give me an opportunity to step up. And boy, was I furious at most of them, most of my life. Yes. But this puts us into an interesting boat because you said it before, some people will get mad at me for saying, some people will get mad at us for saying, some people will get mad at us for holding them to a higher standard than maybe we even hold ourselves. But I want to ask you this. One, tell us about what you've created to let people know how they can get involved. And then let's start to answer some of the questions you asked because. Einstein really did have it right. You cannot solve things at the level they were created. So tell us about the forward movement now that you're building.
0: And Pat, I I want to mention one other story that happened to me in life that really has um, spurred me on to to do what I'm doing. I I guess I'm going to tell you two quick stories. Number one, Neil Donald Walsh, a number of years ago, um, made this incredible comment that I'll never forget. And he said, when you have passion to create something, don't wait to be ready. Yeah. And I love that, Pat. You know, he said it, when you are inspired and you have passion, do it now. Don't wait for the degree. Don't wait for the training. Don't wait to go through the next book. Don't wait through. Now, of course, if you're going to be a brain surgeon, that's a different story. Right. But you know, he was saying that there's so many of us that have great intentions and great ideas, but we don't act on them. And he said, don't wait till you're ready. And to me, I take that as, don't don't wait because you're not a vet david don't wait because you're not active military david don't wait because you're not a trucker david don't wait because you're not a first responder david freaking a do something to help these people right now okay so well, what we've done is we've created three different programs and they're all on a similar uh, uh, mindset but they're geared towards each different organization so with helpveteransheal.org if you go to help you'll see this beautiful write-up You'll see statistics about why we're doing this work and basically what veterans are going to get. And it's like four dollars and ninety eight cents a week. Uh, We are keeping it so affordable uh, because it's not about the money. It's about getting people to realize that there are solutions to the problems we're facing today. But as you said, quoting Einstein, if you're in the military, a lot of times the answer is pull up your bootstraps. That's it. Deal with it. That's it. Okay, that's not that's dealing with it at the level it's created. (laughs) That's exactly what you're saying. You know, when when you have people that are hurting and they're being told, just be a man, just be a woman, just be a whatever, you're 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 actually deepening the divide and deepening the disease and deepening the depression and deepening the loss of hope. So what we say with our veterans is this. When you join our organization once a week, you're going to have an anonymous mastermind call. You're going to be on the call with me and a business partner, Dennis Postma. You're going to be able to text us and email us questions because we don't want your voice on the call. We don't want your picture on Zoom. We want you feeling so safe and secure that you can ask the most bizarre, the deepest, the craziest question in the world, and you'll be handled with love. The second thing they get is when they sign up, they get one of our books absolutely free in a PDF format. And then every month, they either get another book at no cost, other than the 498 a week. Um, and they get an online video course: addiction recovery, attitude challenges, save in relationships. So we're giving them tools that they can use in between the mastermind calls, Pat. Now, again, helpveteransheal.org. It's for veterans, active military, and/or their families. We're doing almost the same model for first responders and for truckers. The difference is when we're talking with vets and active military about depression, anxiety, insomnia, we will be talking in their terms. We will have other veterans on with us talking as well. We'll have active military talking as well. But we're going to get into their terminology. You know, on Uh, I I interviewed a guy who's one of the founders of Tears of the 22. And if you go to Mm. Facebook, you can find their page, Tears of the 22. Matt Gillespie and I actually interviewed uh, Rich Chelson, his other partner. But when I was interviewing Matt, and he was the one saying, you know, that we really literally have been forgotten. Um, Rich went, when he, when Rich got out of the service, he went to apply for a job and he was doing the application and the guy called him on the phone and, and Rich said, Hey, he goes, I don't know if I put, but I'm also um, a veteran. Uh, of the United States of America. And there was a pause. And then then the guy said, I could give a crap about that. You know, when when we have these things happening and they're happening every day, these are not isolated. Oh, it's not isolated at all.
1: Nope, they're not.
0: Our helpveteransheal.org is we're getting into the headspace of the veterans, their family members, active military and members. You know, my my client that, that just came back from the other country who is still active military you know, I could almost start becoming emotional over this is that when he found out we were doing this, he was one of the first ones reaching out to me saying, oh my God, I'm active military and I need this, David. You know, so we see that with first responders, it's going to be a very similar program, helping first There'll be a weekly mastermind call talking about emotional burnout on the job, talking about saving relationships because you're gone so much and you're not able to be together then we're also going to talk about those first responders that are working from home. Believe it or not, first responders can work from home, too. Many of them doing their work via the Internet, and they're way too much time with their families. They feel isolated from society. They're all over each other's nerves. You know. Then in, in all these groups, we're talking about the uptick in addiction, a thousand percent increase in alcohol sales online in 12 months. That's correct. More, I'm sorry? That is
1: absolutely correct. Okay. And wait, climbing. It's not even like everybody's gone back to work. We're all normal now. That number is not going down, David.
0: Yeah. It, Pat, it does. And everything that we're talking about, we, we, we don't look at this pandemic and all the stuff going on as going away. Okay, that's the mindset that I take. It's not going away. How do we live life? How do we maximize our potential if this never goes away? I want that mindset now, because if Mm -hmm. we have that, I'm not saying being like, you know, careless and I'm, I'm saying, you know, use common sense, use common sense, use common sense, but let's try to figure out how we can maximize our potential. So you said earlier, Pat, you know, how can we help? How can we help the veterans and the truckers and active military and first responders? Well, first of all, we have to get involved. We like so for all of our listeners, you know, if you say, well, do I know any active resp- uh, 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 first responders? As a matter of fact, I know a fireman and a nurse. Well, give them a call and let them know. And we're not the only program out there, gang. OK, we happen to be what we feel is a really grounded, solid program. But if you want to refer them to another program, do something is what I'm saying. Right. Like if you have active military people in your neighborhood or, or veterans in your neighborhood, Do something by letting them know that there's programs like this involved. The other thing, Pat, that's so cool. So we're involved with um, Wreaths Across America, which is a veterans organization. We're involved with Tears of the 22, a veterans organization. We're involved with another vets organization called One Day at a Time, suicide prevention. Another suicide is huge in, in, in in the military community. Um, We're involved with the RWB, the Red, White, and Blue, and they're an active organization that gets people to do runs to raise money for our veterans and, you know, and all these, so we're, we're and Wounded Warriors, you know, we're getting all these organizations and saying, how can we help? How can our new organization take over for some of the stuff that may not be your expertise? Because our expertise is lifestyle, relationships, stress depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. insomnia, addiction, that's us. We're all about this stuff here, you know? And so if we can add our expertise and our books and our online programs and include it in the in the in the courses. So these people don't have to go out and spend any other money, we feel we're gonna make a huge difference, Pat, with each of these different groups that are subsections of our society that in many times are forgotten, are not healed. And, you know, and the first responders we've talked to, Pat, have said the same thing. If they go to their supervisor or oh. their HR department and they say, hey, I need a couple of days off, I'm feeling depressed or whatever, immediately it's recorded. So what we say with these three programs is, listen, we've been doing this for 42 years. Please look at our track record. We have a very strong track record. We are 110% confidential. There will be no one in the world that could pry out me anything about anyone who's in these groups, and we're going to keep it that way, Pat. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, so this is what I love about this. Two things I want to say. One, I need to call you later. There are two, two individuals and an organization I want to put you involved with. One Thank of them you. is fairly new. Um, it's a fairly new product. And you're actually doing what is so needed to be done. First of all, we need to get the folks together that have solutions and get the pricing right so that we can make this affordable to people. Number two, there are people that have dedicated a life to eradicating burnout and exhaustion. Jennifer J. Marcinelli is one of them. Need to get you in touch with her. Perfect. But this is how we do it. And the other thing I want to ask you about is, um, you know, there's a saying, and it's a really oddball saying. And it's it, it's just a little odd. You know, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves. Okay, great. That's if you're like kind of normal and like all of that. And you know, <laughs> like you don't have post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, and it's really true. You know, if there are people that are uninspired um that are okay with being mediocre or performing mediocre um i was like that at one point in my life uh not very long
0: uh but and i can't even imagine that no it's true i
1: I, I, listen when i was young i got placed in a i can't mention the company name but a cigarette company pulling out uh bad cigarettes from a conveyor belt yeah uninspiring, but I did it. (laughs) Uh, The other job they gave me, it was on it for two weeks, is uh, filing books in a library. Not very good fit. But here's the thing I want to say. Those old sayings, those old, they're just not really for the time we live in. You know, if there's one criticism that my best friend and people that are close to me make of me, And it really does come from my family history. And it comes from the work I do with women. Women that are struggling with addiction or alcoholism. And I have three of them now that are ex-vets that are vets. um, Is that I will trust you impeccably. I will give you more chances than you can imagine. Until one day I realize there's nothing I'm going to be able to do to help you. You have to help yourself. But what you're doing is you're putting a possibility in front of people. See, you're giving them a choice they haven't had before. That requires a massive, if I might say, marketing campaign. Why do I use the term marketing? Because you can't solve the problem at the level it was created. You have to really hit it big. Um, I'm just going to say this statement. I want to know where you fall on it. I went, a side of me came out, and it comes out from time to time. You know, I tend to really believe so powerfully in people. And and when folks don't live up to a potential that I see, I've learned that my potential for you is irrelevant. But the other day, I saw a post on the Internet about the returning soldiers from Afghanistan and about Afghanistan and the politicizing of this. And I I went after all of them and I said, why aren't any of you, any of you in any political forum talking about what you're going to do to help these people be home when they come home? Some of them have been over there for God knows how long since they were little babies. Yeah. What do you do? Why aren't we having that conversation? Because here's what's going to happen. We have politicized this so much. And I got to tell you, don't ask me where I fall on whether we should be there or not. That is not this conversation. But we have politicized this so much as we have done every military intervention we've ever been in. And we do it so we don't have to take care of our vets. And I'm just totally done with that.
0: Pat, one of the greatest concerns I have and most people who are logical, grounded and conscious with social media is that it has the potential to be the most incredible force of healing on this earth. And it is lacking 110% in following through with that passion, with that potential. It's not there. And the reason why is because we have 6 billion or however many people are on Facebook and social media, armchair quarterbacks, Monday morning quarterbacks, they all have an opinion and they don't have a damn lick of skin in the game. There's no skin in the game. 90% of America has no skin in the game of helping veterans, active military, first responders or truckers or any other uh, uh, subsection of society. Uh, We can talk about uh, uh, the slums. We could talk about the, the homeless. We could talk about the addicted. I mean, there's thousands of subgroups, subcategories of Americans that are not being served. Yeah. So what we want to do is show
1: you're going to have to come back and do with me.
0: I would love that. Yeah, you're going to have to come back
1: it. and talk to me about that one because I grew up in the projects and I got to tell you, there are segments of our society that we have so made so invisible that we're not even talking about this kind of conversation for them. So I hope you come back for that
0: I, in a heartbeat, Pat, you know, I and and, you know, the interesting thing is someone said to me the other day, you know, you, you become quite the activist in life haven't you and and pat here's the funniest thing in the world (laughs) is that i i don't feel i've become an activist i feel i've just been this way my whole existence and but now that we're putting programs together you know that are that are looking at certain subsections of our society now you know people are i go i've been a freaking activist my whole life for god's sake you know Um, But now I'm doing it in a realm. And I love the fact you said we're not going political. I am not going political at all. You know, you, you call me and you talk to me about the vets or active military or first responders or truckers and you bring up politics. I'm gone. I'm here about serving. I'm here about giving hope, about lifting spirits, giving tools that these men and women probably don't freaking have. They've never been taught emotional regulation. They've never been taught that. need the incredible deep need that the human spirit has to feel desired to feel cared for to feel feel loved for like we i want and i know we're going to do this pat i want every all of these groups when they come in i want them to feel our love (sighs) that they matter you know that they're not forgotten i don't care if it's first responders truckers uh, vets you know there's, there's so much suffering. There's so much mental health suffering. There's so much hopelessness and loss. And so we're coming in with a ton of freaking energy. We're not going political. We're going human race, baby. We are. It's all about the human race. It ain't about politics. And, you know, Pat, I am by far, as far as I know, probably one of the most apolitical persons who is a person who has ever walked this earth. I am here to do what politics will never do. I am here to to create with you, with everyone else that I can collaborate with, responsibility for us to do things that our government doesn't know how to do, can't do, won't do, whatever the words are. I don't even care. I want to be that individual just like you and the millions of other people out there who are activists in our own right, not waiting Mm -hmm. to be shown or told or given what to do, just going. Because in the going, we will learn and we will heal, and we just have to go.
1: Yeah, Um, I know you're also doing something where we we can sponsor a event. Yeah, I believe you're doing that, or we can sponsor a first responder. Um, I love this, and I love the word sponsor. And I know we only have a few minutes left, and I would be remiss if you didn't talk to us about that invitation you have, David.
0: Pat, thank you so much. You know, we 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 have are offering single individuals. If you want to go in and sponsor a vet for a year at $19.95 a month, you know, please do it. Um if if you're someone that is with a company, let's say maybe you own a company and you say, I want to sponsor hundred vets a year. Well, we can we can accommodate that and we can work with you on pricing and everything else. You know, Perfect. we are so flexible right now, Pat. Perfect. I mean incredibly flexible. So if anyone's interested. Reach out to me at talkdavid.com if you're looking at sponsoring veterans or first responders. First responders, go right to talkdavid.com. Send me an email. Say, hey, David, I'm interested in sponsorship. I will personally call you. If you give me your phone number, I will call you and we will talk. And I will make sure you feel loved for what you're doing. I'm not just going to send you to an automated bot if you want to sponsor some of our precious people. You and I will talk. Please, let's I, I
1: love it. it. And the reason I had to bring it up is because sponsorship is so important. You know, there are people that hear us talk about things like this. And in nine times out of 10, any kind of involvement is far out of anybody's reach. But because of the way you've set this up, um, everyone can make a difference. Everyone. And if you think about the math for a minute and you start to play out the math just for a minute, and you say 100 people, 20 bucks a month. Oh, I can do that math. Oh, wait, 1,000 people, 20 bu- Oh, wait, 1,000. How about 10,000 people? How about the state of California people? Right See, on. you have made this available, accessible, and it goes beyond what we're needing. I hope you'll come back because the next time you come back, I want to talk about The day in the life of these folks, a day in the life, coming back from Afghanistan and you can't find a job and you're not sure how to plan your day. And no, you're not always going to be able to talk to your mom or your dad or your spouse or your children because you've just come back from a scenario that nobody but you understands.
0: That's right, Pat.
1: David, personal message. What do you want to leave us with today? And please give out the websites
0: yeah you know be active you can make a difference you can sponsor someone that maybe can't afford to sponsor themselves if you're a veteran, active military if you're a first responder or a trucker with all these programs we have going on it will always be 100 confidential i want you to be able to trust us that we are here in your corner there will not be a word leaked your name will never be used you will be safe and for all of our sponsors all those people that are sitting there going i want to make a difference in one vet's life or A Thousand Vets Life, please reach out to me at talkdavid.com. I want to talk to our sponsors. I want to let you know that there's a human being here that's part of this program that's willing to give my time to thank you for helping those people that are in such great need. And, and the last thing I want to say, Pat, is we can never imagine the need these people have until you speak to them.